Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Eye on the Future with Lady Fontaine. Co-host Dr. Jean Cirillo, Julie Zellman, and Frank Tadaro. This is I in the Future. And now, Lady Fontaine. Thank you, Frank. This is Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean Cirillo. We're here to answer your questions on love, life, career, and whatever is on your mind. So give us a call at 646-381-4141. I'm so excited about tonight's guest. I've been waiting, well, not so patiently to have her here. She's my friend and colleague. She's an astrologer and author and so much more. So stay tuned because later in the show we'll be talking to Sky McKenna. Um, She'll be talking to us about the upcoming astrological influences and how it will affect you. So stay tuned. The night is young, and we'll be taking your calls a little later in the show. The number again is 646-381-4141. The switchboard is already lighting up, so give us a call at 646-381-4141. Well, I have to tell you guys what happened last night. I had a very startling premonition. And when I say startling, I mean startling. Um, Anyone want to hear about it? Absolutely. Nah, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what happened was I, you know, it was late and I guess I fell asleep on the couch. And all of a sudden, this was like about 3 a.m., all of a sudden I woke up out of a deep sleep Um, because I guess I started to dream in some way of like a flood. And I woke up in a, you know, I startled and my heart's pounding because I'm like looking up above me for where water was pouring out. I mean, in my either dream or feeling or premonition or something, there was a leak above where I was sitting. And it was not just dripping out, it was pouring out. And I'm like, again, my heart's pounding, and I'm all revved up with this. And Tiara was sitting next to me, and I looked down at her, and she's, like, fast asleep. She's not even noticing anything. And I'm, I know that the area that I dreamt um, was flooding um, is right outside of my guest bathroom upstairs, you know, on the second floor. So I went up. I took a look in that bathroom. I looked at, you know, all the plumbing and everything looked fine. I looked at, you know, all the other bathrooms. Everything looked fine. I looked in the kitchen. Everything looked fine. So I just dismissed it. So then I, you know, take the dogs upstairs, shut off all the lights, go upstairs. I'm in bed, um, not more than five minutes in bed, and Dexter starts to bark. Now, Dexter barks at everything. I mean, I could be opening a can, and he'll be barking. I mean, no matter what I do, he just he's a barker. He barks at a lot of stuff. So I'm, I'm yelling downstairs, quiet, <laughs> and the barking continues. Dexter, quiet, barking continues. So finally I said, all right, he only barks. I mean, he always it's something that he hears. So I figured, you know, maybe there's a deer outside or, you know, I'm just figuring normal, logical things. So anyhow, I come downstairs, and... I've never seen anything like this in my life, but my my toilet in my 
in my bathroom on the main level was overflowing. But it wasn't just, you know, like when a toilet overflows, it just overflows and that's it. This was like gushing out endlessly. And when I say gushing out, I mean, I've never seen, it's like a motor was on it. And it was just gushing out water and it wouldn't stop. And it was already leaking out into my hallway, heading down to where the, the room where the dogs are. So like I'm, I'm, I close the door in the bathroom and I'm like putting stuff in front of the door and then I'm running down in the basement and I'm going, you know, and it's leaking all over the place. That feeling that I had and that premonition that I had about sitting on the couch and um, water pouring from the ceiling above me was what was happening in my basement. And it wasn't from the pipes. It was that so much water was coming out of the guest bathroom that um, it was, you know, just leaking down to the basement, I guess. So I, I don't know what to do. I mean, the water won't stop. And I could hear my septic turning and making all these noises. I could hear the, the pump that I have in the house making all these noises. So it's like I run upstairs and I'm getting towels, I'm getting newspapers and stuff to just try to blot everything up and it's not stopping. So I, this is already five or ten minutes of just going endlessly. And I have a, fil a filter um, on the you know, on my water, and it was, it backwashes, and it was backwashing. So I knew it was somehow the filter that was causing this problem. So anyhow, I, I pick up the phone, and I call Roto-Rooter, because who else do you call at, you know, 3.30 in the morning? And um, I tell her that I can't stop the water coming up, and she's, you know, telling me what to do, and I do it, it doesn't help. So bottom line is I went down into my fuse box, and I start turning off fuse, you know, turning off the electric to the pump and to the septic and um, to the filtration system, so at least the water stopped. You know, because I told them they didn't, as long as I got the water stopped, I told them they didn't have to come out until morning, which they did, and they fixed the problem. But, I mean, we talk often about me not being psychic for myself. <laughs> Last night I was. <laughs> but it was, like, so startling when it woke me up out of a sound sleep. It really did. And, honestly, I was cleaning up here until about three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, it was such a mess, um, you know, after he got everything fixed up and everything. So I guess um, moving forward, I could say that my psychic powers do work for me. Well, you can use it to prevent danger to yourself. You just can't use it, like, to make money. But certainly, like, you hear about the mother dreaming that the chandelier falls and moves her baby, and then uh, the chandelier falls and would have killed the baby. That's fine. Right. I have to say, though, I mean, I, I've had premonitions where, you know, um, different things were going to happen, and they've never hit me. It's always been just that intuition kind of feeling. It hasn't been that me me having that very startled feeling where my heart was pounding, and I don't know, it was a very different kind of feeling last night. It just was. And well, it just, another, um, another aspect of that could be, I mean, just the fact that it was water in particular, right, um, a lot of your ability, as you've spoken before about on the show, comes from guides that are around you, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. There is that old adage that, like, ghosts are, <laughs> if, if you have a haunted house, that it's more active when there's running water or mm -hmm. more things happen near running water or if it's raining, something is, like, water and high electrical charge, if you decide to ascribe to that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, if you kind of want to really bend it and stuff, maybe it was the toilet overflowing, which enhanced certain things that normally wouldn't be as loud in your head, but are there, and ended up entering your dreams and waking you up. So there's Good day. 
I mean, I don't know. It just, it was an amazing process last night. And it really, I mean, because of how, um, when I woke up so startled, because either I, something, either my guides were waking me up, waking me up telling me that um, there was a massive leak. And again, you think of a leak, you think of a drip, drip, drip. Well, you know, put on a big filter for, you know, a big house and have it somehow (laughs) directed towards your toilet and just sending the water. I mean, I don't even know where all the water came from. I, I just, it, I've never seen anything like it. But it was quite interesting last night. So that was my night. How was everybody else's week? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> could, could anybody beat that story? Not really. No. <laughs> well, last night I snuck into to this lady's basement and, and, and broke her toilet. <laughs> Otherwise, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to turn Lexi on you. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. And you God. heard how vicious she sounds, right? I, I, I'll lock her in her crate. It'll be fine. And then she'll expect you to feed her dinner, so everyone will be happy then. Fair Lady enough. Fontaine, maybe you should pay special attention to your dreams this week. Um, well, when Sky comes on, actually, we'll ask her if there's anything this week um, with dreams or anything, or you know, in with my particular birthday that would be, um, um, you know, more um, prophetic at this particular time. It'll be interesting to see. But yeah, maybe I will, or um, I don't usually remember my dreams, so I don't even remember dreaming it. I just know that I knew that as I was waking up. I was being shown water pouring out of my ceiling. Wow. And well, water, in right. dreams, water does symbolize uh, emotion, I think it was, right? Uh, back when I used to read up all about all this stuff. Uh, strong emotion or emotional change when you, when you dream of water or like the ocean or something like that. So, well, the tidal wave coming uh, to get you and then you can't escape it and you drown or you almost drown. I used to have a dream that I would... Uh, be trying to escape a tidal wave and I wouldn't escape it and little by little I started being able to get on shore and get away from this wave and all of that I believe um, you know is is you know extremely uh, relevant to what uh, Frank had said about emotions if I did not have the flood in my house <laughs> yeah if I had the flood I know that it was you know just a, a premonition about well, it, it could be a chicken or the egg scenario. Maybe you made that flood happen. That's what I was just your thinking, mind. Frank. <laughs> I was thinking maybe she was so emotional and so using that energy so strongly that she actually caused the flood. It's a good trick. Then I really get a hold of my emotions if that's the case. I don't want to be going through that again. You attracted the water. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope but I truly have never seen anything like it, and it was an interesting experience, so I did want to share it. Well, phone lines are open. Please call 646-381-4141 to speak with Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo. They're here to answer all of your questions, and it sounds like Lady Fontaine is definitely in tune today. So call 646-381-4141 to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, please send us your question at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. 
Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. We're excited to have Sky McKenna here today. First, we're going to play her Skywatch report, but Frank, I have to ask you a favor. Could you play it for me, as I'm not having access to it at this moment? Huh. Give me one second, because I was also having a bit of issues. Here we Lady go. Fontaine, are you able to? Coming up. You want me to Here we go. Hello, everybody. This is Sky McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives on AchieveRadio.com or you can go to my new website, SkyMcKenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the Energy Report on my new blog. There's a link at the top of my website for that, too. Also, my new book, Astrology in You 2010, is available on my website or on Amazon.com now. It's for the whole year and covers everything from astrology basics to major aspects, sign changes, world astrology, and there's a forecast for each sign for all of the upcoming Mercury retrograde periods and all of the eclipses. There are several. I'm told it's very useful, informative, and an easy read. And if you buy it from my website, I'll send you an autographed copy, a free birth chart, so you can follow along with the aspects if you'd like and learn more about astrology. And you'll also get free shipping if you buy it from my website. All the information is there on my website, skymckenna.com. So, we've got the wind in our backs. We're still holding on to our hats. Here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less, and this then is for the week beginning Sunday, June 20th, 2010. This week begins with Pluto, Uranus, Jupiter, and the Sun, and Saturn forming a grand cross. And Mercury is also part of this forceful and dynamic aspect pattern from June 24th to the 26th, because he'll be conjunct the Sun. And all of this is about challenging us to step up, stay clear, and use our personal power well and with honor. And the energy of this grand cross picks up steam daily all week as it approaches the point of the lunar eclipse on June 26th. To say that this is a challenging aspect pattern is more than a little understatement. And also, Mercury is moving at his very fastest speed until July 7th. And he'll be speeding things up that involve cognition, thinking, decision-making, communication, travel, writing, teaching, and learning. The faster Mercury goes, the quicker we'll be able to tune into ideas and plans that move us forward quickly and creatively and be able to see the blessings all around us because they're there. So this week and the entire summer of eclipses, planetary T-square patterns, and that biggie grand cardinal cross, which is exact on August 7th, is fundamentally about change and transformation, whether we want it or not. It's going to be about things shaking loose in our lives and in the world. We can, however, survive it all and even thrive, actually, if we're ready to let go. No hanging on tight now. This is the e-ticket ride we've been talking about for such a long time, and it will affect each individual according to how and where it falls in their charts and in their lives. And it doesn't have to be a big, mean, old, bad thing, either. Heck, this could even bring amazing angelic energies into our lives, or we could win a lottery. But whatever unfolds, we can expect it to change our lives forever. And by the end of the year, I'd wager to say that we'll all be looking back in awe from the perspective of a whole new us. So, it would be a really good thing to start, if we're not already doing it, spending some quiet time with ourselves, maybe even just sitting under a tree and counting sun dapples for only five or ten minutes, to be able to receive all of these new insights and awarenesses that will lead us through the maze of energies coming up and guide us to our peace and to our success. 
And then on Monday, June 21st, the sun enters nurturing, sensitive cancer. Happy summer or winter solstice, depending on which side of the equator we're sitting. This is time to celebrate the longest day of the year here in the Northern Hemisphere. And if we can take some time to be with friends or loved ones, we can appropriately bless and nurture the moment as the sun enters cancer. Now, however, also today, June 21st, the sun squares Uranus and we may receive something of a wake-up call, possibly right between the eyes, relating to any areas where we may have become stuck. And we may experience a very huge urge to break free or make radical changes. And change is important now, but not just for the sake of changing. We need to resist any urge to be the rebel. But it is a great time to discard some old habits or old dusty hardened patterns in our lives. And then, continuing on with the Grand Cross Energy of the Week, on Wednesday, June 23rd, the Sun will square off with Jupiter, and the urge to expand will be very strong. But our judgment may be exaggerated when it comes to acting on that expansion. We do need to be mindful about being overconfident and promising things that we can't deliver. But we should absolutely allow this abundant energy to pour over us and put it to some good use. And then, on Thursday, June 24th, Mercury square off with Saturn is also part of this week's Grand Cross. And we may feel like we have to work way too hard in our communications today, and we may be feeling a little down, too. Or reality may come up and nip us somewhere tender. However, this can also be a very, very grounded day and a very productive time. So get busy with anything involving organizing, planning, or writing, because Mercury also forms one of those lovely flowing trines to Neptune, and we can be imaginative and make a solid connection to inspiration and creativity. And if we couple these energies with Mercury's grounded square to Saturn, we can really put our creativity and our dreams on a solid foundation. Then Friday, June 25th, Mercury will also enter Cancer and join with the Sun, and we may find our communications becoming more nurturing or sensitive till July 9th or so, and our intuition or perception may be deeper. And since all of us will be feeling a little more open and or vulnerable, we'll all benefit from using empathy and treading carefully in our communications with others. And also on Friday the 25th, there could be some pretty big fireworks around us. The sun will oppose Pluto and Mercury will square off with Jupiter and Uranus. And anything that we can do to avoid confrontation today would be a very good thing. Power issues could arise from pushing or being pushed or acting too fast or saying too much. Not the best for a healthy resolution. So on Friday, we shouldn't allow ourselves to be pressured or pushed into doing or saying something we may regret when things cool down a bit. And we should also be careful that we aren't the ones doing the pushing. The only thing that will probably come about from pushing today is pushing someone or something away, which is probably the opposite of what we really, really want. So we should take a deep breath or some long walks in nature today if we see confrontation coming around the corner. And then we end our week with that potent lunar eclipse at 5 degrees of Capricorn on Saturday, June 26th. And since this eclipse moon is also conjunct Pluto, and making challenging aspects to all the other Grand Cross players, Jupiter, Uranus, and Mercury, we can really make this time a turning point in our lives if we step up to the plate. The energies of an eclipse can last for six months or maybe longer. We can expect these energies to be earth-moving and earth-shaking in our lives and in the world. For best results, we need to begin looking at any links in our lives that are weak or damaged and either fix them or be prepared and willing to release them. And in whatever way it takes, look at and replace any fears we hold with love. Now this week, I want to talk about how and where each sign will experience the energy of this lunar eclipse. And as always, this will apply to your sun sign and rising ascendant sign if you know it. And this information is actually taken from my book. Aries, your career and professional life will be stimulated, especially since Pluto will conjunct the eclipse point. Power struggles or secrecy could be involved. And do expect some career changes. Taurus, education, long travels, foreign countries and people, and even the law and the judicial system may come into focus. 
and expect emotions to be stirred in or by these events. Gemini, be ready for intense emotions regarding shared resources and expect expanded intuition and even psychic events to make themselves known in your life. Cancer, watch for developments and heightened emotions to come to the fore regarding any and all of your partnerships. Things could get kind of emotional now. Leo, expect expanded awareness and changes in your work, health, or service, as well as your inner growth to present themselves now. Virgo, expect romance, creativity, pleasures, and love, and or children to come to the fore now. Things could get kind of emotional in those areas for you. Libra, unexpected changes around the home or in the family could stir some emotions now. So be alert to those possible changes. Scorpio, communications and short trips and even unexpected messages and opportunities to travel may arrive. And they may also stir up your emotions in some way. Sagittarius, look for unexpected changes and new awarenesses and opportunities that surround your finances. You could have a breakthrough now. Capricorn, new awarenesses and changes within yourself can come to the fore. You may also find yourself more emotional over the next few months. Aquarius, you may discover your own or others' hidden motivations, and deep emotions or knowledge may float to the surface of your conscious awareness, and it may bring up some new emotions for you. Pisces, hopes, wishes, and sudden or exciting new inner awarenesses can surface around your hopes and dreams, and there may also be some emotional changes in your circle of friends. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report, and remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymckenna.com, and the link is right there at the top of the page. And you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the energy report. And remember, the animals still need your help. You can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse. It's absolutely, positively, no questions asked free. In 2009, your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals. So just go to theanimalrescuesite.com and click on the purple button that says, click here, it's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving. You always lose by holding back. So till next time, take good care, happen, and namaste. Well, I love Sky's reports, and truly, I can't wait any longer. So, we're delighted to have Sky McKenna here in the studio with us tonight, live here on Eye on the Future. She is an author, she's a Reiki master, she's an astrologer. So, with no further ado, let me introduce to you our in-house astrologer, Sky. Sky, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you all. I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, We're definitely very excited to have you. And I have to say, on behalf of my co-host and myself, we have anxiously awaited having you here. I mean, every week we listen to your report. Um, You're building up this anticipation about that cardinal cross. And um, it seems like we had an easy week last week, and now it seems like astrologically things are picking up again. So... We're, we've got tons of questions for you. We're anxious to get a handle on really what's going on. But before we get started with that stuff, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, yeah, sure. Um, I, I have my own radio show, too. It's called Sky McKenna and Friends. And I'm on with two wonderful people, an angel communicator and a healer and a psychic. And we kind of alternate and, and come at... Uh, at readings from all different perspectives, and that's on Achieve Radio, uh, which is AchieveRadio.com, on Mondays at 11 a.m. for two hours. And I have a lot of fun with that. 
I do readings. Um, I do tarot and oracle readings and psychic readings along with my astrology. I kind of combine them. I actually call myself an intuitive astrologer, which is kind of hard to say, but um, I always use intuition. In fact, I can't not use intuition when I'm doing uh, readings. And um, I am an author. I wrote uh, Astrology in You 2010, and that's on Amazon and on my website. And I'm in the process of writing another book on spirit communication, which won't be out until next year. So I keep pretty busy with all of that. I'm also a producer, uh, executive producer for Achieve Radio. So I, I wear a lot of hats. Oh, apparently you do. What time and what day is your radio show on? It's on Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, great. I'm, I'm definitely going to be listening and calling in one day, too. Uh, oh, I wish you would. I yeah. wish you would. It's wonderful. And, and uh, you know, my co-host, uh, I rose the psychic in Charlene Stringfield. They are just marvelous. And, and uh, it, you know, it's kind of a multi dimensional radio show the way the way it's it's kind of evolved i hope you will call yeah i will i mean it certainly sounds interested interesting so i'm definitely going to check that out um I, how did you get a, started with astrology you know i started um i suppose 20 years i don't know maybe 20 years ago on a whim i was looking for something interesting to do and i found um uh, you know, kind of a, an adult education class on astrology. And I thought, why not? It, it sounded like fun. Although, you know, I've been on the mystical path my entire life I and and did a lot of things and read a lot of astrology books and, and all kinds of things, but I didn't really delve into it. And I took that class on a whim. And during the class, I was casting charts and, and uh, I told my brother-in-law at the time, you know, he had a lot of activity in the twelfth house, which is is the unconscious and subconscious, but it's also places of confinement like hospitals and jails. But I picked hospitals, and I told him that he uh, should look out. You know, he may have something to do with hospitals, and he went, "Yeah, uh huh, okay, ha ha." Well, <laughs> within a week of that, his uh, sister and his mother were both in the hospital on different floors, and they were getting each other's medicine because they had the same last name. And I thought, wow, there must be something to this. Mm. So I made another prediction. I had another brother-in-law who was out of uh, work. He was on a, a strike for a telephone company or something and had been a long time, and he said, okay, you're so good. Tell me when the strike's going to end. And I looked at his chart, and I said, well, you're going to go back. I don't know if it's a strike, but you're going to go back to work on whatever day it was. And he went back to work uh, within a day or two. And after that, I thought, yeah, I better look into this. And and it just took off. I immediately had clients, and um, I was doing charts for everybody. And and I was at the beginning, in the beginning, I was probably as shocked as everybody else when the predictions would work. So then I really started investigating it and and delving into how long and, you know, where and came from and... and um, other predictions that other people have made. I do a lot with predictions. I work a lot with compatibility between two people um, or organizations even, not just necessarily romantic partnerships, but all kinds of uh, people issues. I, I do a lot of work with that. I do a lot of uh, timing. Uh, 
um, of of selecting times uh, for getting married or or going on the interview or you know things like that. And I like that. I like that. I like the predictive nature, and I like the elective nature. That's called elective astrology, where you're actually selecting dates for the best birth of an event. Mm. And that, and that, I know from a psychic perspective, timing is always such a hard thing. Um, so I, I could imagine that you know, taking a look at the planets and how they're aligned at any given time really would, for individuals, give them insight into really the energies that are going on around them. So I think that's an incredible aspect of what you do. You know, I I agree with that, and uh, it does give a different perspective because astrology is a science and an art. You know, the science part of is the calculations and looking at the planetary movements, and, and you are actually looking at where the planets are in the sky and how they relate to the planets as they where they were when you were born. And and based on on the aspects or the angles that they make, you can tell pretty much. You can pick a time, like avoid moons and Mercury retrogrades and all those wonderful things. Although the void moon is not bad, people are afraid of it. That's when the moon makes its last aspect within one sign before it moves on to the next and hits the next sign. That and, and it can be a couple hours and it can be uh, a day. And those times are great for turning within and meditating and and kind of thinking about what you want to do. It's not always the best time to be doing something that you want to gel, that you want to take. And often, if you do something when the moon is void, almost has a little mercury retrograde flavor in that you will probably have to redo it. Something will have to be redone. It won't take exactly the way you want it to. On the other hand, I've had clients who always insisted on sending sending their tax returns in on a void moon because they didn't want anything to come of it. So if you don't want something to come of it, or say you have a meeting and, and you don't really want something to happen, a void moon is a great time to do it. Oh, that is interesting. Wow. I, I never even heard of, that, heard of that before. Um, You had said a lot of people are afraid of it. Why are they afraid? Um, you know they're afraid they're they're afraid of it because there it's kind of a limbo period and they think that um it you know they they liken it to the dark of the moon and it has nothing to do with the dark of the moon but they're afraid to act they're afraid to do anything because you know it sounds kind of ominous you know the void moon it 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 sounds bad but it really isn't it's just a it's a pause it's a pause between the moon and one sign and before she enters the next and and there's a great use for it. It's a good time to turn within and, and really get clear on what you want to do. Um, but people are afraid to take action. Well, and based on what you're saying, it's probably, um, except for sending in your tax returns and things of that nature, <laughs> it's probably a smart thing. Uh, you know, like you're saying, though, um, it's for a very short period of time, for either a few hours up to a day or so. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a short time. It's a very short time, but it happens every no three or four days. Oh, okay. Oh, as wow. the moon, because the moon spends about two days in a sign, and before she, after she makes her last aspect in that sign, before she hits the next sign, you know, there's a pause there, and there's nothing wrong with it. There really is nothing wrong with it, but it wouldn't necessarily be a good time, kind of like the Mercury retrograde of not running out to buy a big ticket item or 
or make an appointment for a job interview that you want something good to come of. There's been, and it's all part of um, uh, prediction and elective astrology. Well, I really want to talk to you more about that as well, but I want to ask you this. Um, you know, it, it seems that week after week we're listening to your Skywatch energy report and we're hearing about all these very big astrological events. Is it more active astrologically than usual? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it starts this week. I, I heard what you were saying. Um, and yes, you were are. All of us are being affected by this. This week... Uh, starts this, you know, I've, I've been talking about the, in fact, most astrologers have been looking at this Grand Cardinal Cross that's coming in August. And that's about change. And, and things will change. Holding on will only make things worse. And if there are weak structures, they're going to break. Um, I would not be surprised if we have uh, earths, earthquakes, earth shifts, um, uh, things like that uh, by August and into September. It's that big. It, it's really an enormous energy. And actually, we started this week. And that's why, you know, there have been people who are practically running in the street in hysteria. I mean, they've things have been happening in lots of strange ways to people. And this week, we started out with the summer solstice. We've got the full moon lunar eclipse and Mercury moving into Cancer. And there's just a big combination of planets, uh, transits that are pulling in lots of different directions that makes it kind of hard to find balance. But the big thing this week, we are in, a, in the beginning stages of this Grand Cardinal Cross because we're in a, we are in a uh, Grand Cross this week with this eclipse. This eclipse, which will be in effect for probably six months to maybe even a year because it's very rare. It, it's, we haven't seen an, an extreme eclipse like this um, in probably 500 years. Oh, my God. There's not been anything like it, and it's due on June 26th. So not everybody's going to feel, feel it the same. It'll depend on where, how it affects people's charts and if you have a planet near this eclipse um, or planets. But this eclipse is one of the legs of this Grand Cardinal Cross in August. So we're started. Um, if you could think back to what may have occurred in, in your life around December 31st and January 15th, that was the last time that we had any, that the eclipses were in this family of signs. And, you, and there may be um, a recurrence of something that happened back then or something like it. But this is going to be um, it, it's a it's an illuminator. It's going to reveal a condition that that maybe we weren't aware that existed, and it'll be a catalyst. Uh, maybe major life decision. Um, something in with all eclipses, something ends and something else begins, and that starts this week, this weekend. But we're moving up into it each day. We have, we're moving into this cardinal cross. It's not a cardinal cross, but it, it, well, actually it is. It's a grand cross. Each day, you know, yesterday, the 21st, the sun, as it entered Cancer, which is a kind of a monumental event, it's a still point uh, for the year, it squared Uranus. And Uranus is all about change. And 
and breaking things loose. It's uh, moving people out of ruts. And whether you want to be moved out of your rut or not, you're going to go. And that's kind of what this week is about. The whole thing is, today, uh, Jupiter squared, uh, the sun squared Jupiter. I think on the 25th, the sun's going to oppose Pluto. Um, and then we have the lunar eclipse. So this is a very, very active week. And it's not really going to let up now until probably fall. Uh, there will be things all the time. And it doesn't have, and as, as I said in Skywatch, it doesn't have to be a disaster, uh, but it probably will keep things off balance no matter how it falls in your chart. If it aspects something in your chart, a planet, um, you can bet there will be changes, life changes in those areas. If it doesn't really affect anything specific, a, a planet or a point in your chart, you'll still feel it because it's going to be the energy. You know, people are out there even driving. People are driving crazy. <laughs> They're, you know, it, it's just an energy. It's an unbalanced energy right now. And, and and we're moving up. Step by step, we're moving up into this this very rare eclipse on the 26th. And then we have another eclipse. This is a lunar eclipse. We have a solar eclipse um, in July. And solar eclipses are more about beginnings, but lunar eclipses are about endings. So look for things that are are ready to end and um, weak spots like your toilet. <laughs> it, it, it responded perfectly because this eclipse was in uh, uh, Cancer Capricorn, the, the one that's coming up. Cancer's water. And and um, and and Pluto was involved, and and Pluto is uh, it can be toilets actually. It, it's it's okay. things that are that that go deep and that are hidden, and things that uh, that you're not expecting. And and that's kind of what this is. It's it's about um, um, revealing conditions that you weren't aware that existed, and. That was your toilet. You, you didn't know that there was an issue. Um, now, hopefully, you know, I use astrology proactively. If I see an aspect in a client's chart that looks like it might be extra challenging, I will give them some um, ideas, some suggestions for using that energy. Say, for example, it's Mars and Mercury in... Um, a harsh aspect, you know, a, a difficult aspect. That could be an argument if, if left to its own devices. It could be an accident, uh, but probably not fun. On the other hand, if you got busy writing or communicating and use that energy in a proactive way, you're not going to be hit by it or not as much because you've used the energy. So I think that your toilet did you a favor by stepping up and taking the brunt of the energies of this week oh. and the eclipse that's coming. So I think, I, you know, I, I would think that there's still maybe some unbalanced feelings and, and uh, uneasiness for the rest of the week and actually the rest of the summer. So, you know, that's the other advantage of astrology, forearmed is forewarned. So, so if you know that it's there, then you can get your ducks lined up and um, be ready for to be surprised because this is going to be a summer of surprises. Some good, depending on your chart. Most maybe a little difficult, 
um, or challenging. Let's just say challenging. And, and there's nothing wrong with a good challenge. That's what marathon runners do. You know, they challenge themselves. So, but if you know that this may be a summer of challenges, if something happens and your car breaks down, you go, aha, I know what that is. I was expecting it, so, you know, let's just deal with it. So that's kind of what the other proactive way to use astrology. You know what's coming. You know what the energies are, and you can deal with them. You can also, and I think I said in Skywash, this would be a great week to spend some alone time, be in nature if you can, look at the, the leaves, listen to the birdies just for a few minutes every day and, and calm yourself down because things won't happen at you as much as if you're tense. If you're tense, you're going to break. Mm. That's true, without a doubt. And that's good advice through any stressful period, without a doubt. Um, you know one thing, as, you're, as I'm listening to you, Sky, I'm wondering, you know, how significant are these astrological influences in people's lives? You know, some of the listeners... Um, may not know the specifics of how it really will affect their chart. Are there any genera- generalities that you can let us know, like how significant this Grand Cardinal Cross is and how significantly it will or could impact us? I know you had said in one of the Skywatch reports recently that um, if you have, if one of your signs is involved with the actual um, Grand Cardinal Cross, you'll be great, more greatly influenced or affected. Um, but overall, is there any like generalities? Like how powerful are the planet, are the planets alignment, you know, in our lives on a day to day basis? Um, I I would say between now and September, um, maybe the some of the most powerful energies and aspects that shake things loose for all of us. You know, again, like this eclipse, it's, it's uh, connecting with Pluto and doing a bunch of other things to all these major planets, all the big planets, all the life-changing planets. This eclipses. And, it, and looking back, so some astrologers and some researchers have looked at it and, and they haven't found anything like it for 500 years. So this is big. This is very, very big, and not just in people's charts, but in the world. There, there are going to be some big changes in the world. I, I do expect some, some kind of earth changes. I would look for that. This is, this is shake, rattle, roll time, hmm. and it's time to, to really get things lined up and get your life all in order and spend some time before anything happens um, being peaceful however you can, whatever it is. If you meditate, if you take a walk, if you talk to the birdies, whatever makes you happy, this is the time to do it because this, this cardinal, the things are really going to rock between you know, as, now and the end of the year. As you're saying that, Sky, I have such an overwhelming feeling at this point. I mean, to the point that it's almost like affecting um, my, my sense of well-being right now. Um, of an assassination attempt um, throughout this this period, and I'm I'm not going to say on Obama. I don't know on who. I'm not getting the information, but I so strongly feel that there's going to be an assassination, and I'm hearing it as attempt. So most likely, it's not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And that Anything would be astrologically that would support that. Absolutely. Yeah, this could be uh, very 
volatile and very violent. It doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to. Be. And I won't, and I don't want to scare anybody thinking, "Oh my God, you know, we should just hide under the bed." Um, some some people will just get by with a little irritation. Mm-hmm. It depends on how it's going to affect your chart. Um, and and even if it affects your chart, it still doesn't mean that that you have to have a volcano in your front yard. If if it's affecting some a personal planet that would relate to a relationship or something. It just may mean that, you know, fur hits the fan and, and you clean it up and, and, and it comes to light. You can't fix something that you don't see. And that's what this is about. A lot of stuff is going to come out. A lot more stuff is going to come out about the government, um, about big business, not playing fair. Things are going to be revealed. And I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of agitation, a lot of anger, uh, you know, like we're seeing in the Gulf, people are right on the edge of, of right. yeah. you know, being really, really angry. And, and um, I, I think we're going to see more of that. This is a pressure. It's a pressure cooker kind of aspect. And, um, and again, if it's not affecting specifically, it'll, it will affect everybody's chart. But because it, it, it's in as above, so below. I mean, it's the... It's, the planets, I always say, you know, they don't make you do anything. They don't do anything to you, but they reflect. They reflect. Uh, everything is one. There's a oneness. So you can look at the stars and you can look at the planets and see what's going on. And what that means is there's that type of energy within you because there's no separation. Right. We're all one. It's all the same energy. Right. And, that's and But it's something oh. visible. And I feel the same way um, with emotions or anything else. The outer world is always a reflection of what's going on inside of us. So throughout this very powerful astrological period, um, if we stayed, you know, in a state of gratitude or something like that, um, we would tend to then draw in more things that we could actually use that as a boost for being in a state of gratitude because it would then intensify the things that would be drawn into our lives. Um, that we could be grateful for. That's so true. And that could be, if you could stay and, you know, at least return often to a state of gratitude, you know, maybe that's when you win the lottery and your life does change forever, but it didn't change forever because something bad happened. Mm-hmm. And and as we shift our energy, the things that come to us shift also. So you can use this energy. You could use this energy. Say you say you had a big goal in mind. This would be an excellent time to uh, to pick a good time, but pursue it. The the energy would be enormous for you. You know, and I and I I have a, a triathlete friend. It would be a, a great time. I mean, there would be energy all over the place, and to use it well. But right to stay in gratitude, yes. Then you could bring enormous benefit to you with these energies. Well, I, when I was listening to your Skywatch report and you said, um, well, you can use this to win the lottery and you just said it right now, everybody who listens to the show knows that that's one of my goals for this year. So <laughs> I plan on <laughs> it in that way. We'll see if it works because I've been trying for how many years? <laughs> see if it works. Yeah. But, um, well, what, 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 you'll, what you'll do, and you probably do it already, is... Um, Feel it like it already happened. Yeah. Spend the well, time. I, you know. Stay yeah. in a state of gratitude as much as I can. Um, I don't ever. I try to catch myself if I'm in a state of want. 
because I know want is sending out lack, and it's just going to create more lack in our lives. That's right. You know, it's not so much that I'm pretending or envisioning myself so much having the things that I quote-unquote desire or wish that were in my life. Um, I'm just being grateful for what I have, knowing that the universe always sends me more things to be grateful for. That's beautiful. That's that's absolutely my belief. And I wish I can get everybody who's listening to follow that that mode because um, life would just have been a lot, um, just in an easier way. The resistance uh, towards life would just disintegrate. It's not that you have to work to get rid of anything. It just goes away. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely. But yeah. there's a. I know we've talked about the Cardinal Cross. We've talked about the eclipses. Is there anything else um, coming up astrologically that you want to mention? Well, you know that's that's pretty big. That that kind of covers it. We do have um, there is um, a solar eclipse. It's a to- total solar eclipse on July 11th, and um, that's in uh, Cancer at. Um, 19 degrees, and and that also is going to be um, uh, we'll have a better awareness of our feelings, and this will be kind of a beginning. It's a it's an extra powerful new moon, well, like this solar like the lunar eclipse is an extra extra powerful um, full moon. This is a new moon that's coming up, and and it's very very significant and very very powerful like everything else this summer is um fortunately i guess i would say it's not really connecting to the doing anything with the uh the cross the cardinal cross and it's doing its own thing but um but it it is about um uh starting new beginnings and having uh very very big emotions very strong intuitions and that's on july 11th and it's in cancer it's really going to affect any cancerian um and actually it will it'll affect capricorn yes because that'll be the opposite of it and uh libra and aries so it will still affect the same signs that are involved in the cardinal cross and the reason it's called a cardinal cross is because uh the signs that hi baby they agree <laughs> they agree they know um it's emotional um the reason that's called a cardinal cross is because the signs that it falls in you know you have cardinal signs and and those are the action oriented signs and that's the only reason it's called a cardinal cross grand cross means that that uh two, four planets are opposing each other in a square pattern 90 degrees apart 180 degrees opposite each other and the cardinal that just means that it's in the cardinal signs and that is aries cancer libra and capricorn so yes this cancer solar eclipse will activate the same very same cardinal signs and um and so some signs are you know you got cardinal and fixed and mutable and and uh they alternate in in the zodiac but the cardinals are are the action takers that's why this is a very very significant even more so because it's about action and, and all of this is about action and 
And it's interesting because we have the endings coming on the 25th and then new beginnings coming on the 11th. Right. So that, that's an interesting transition. And also you had said um, uh, that the four signs, um, so anybody who um, is born under any of the signs that are involved in the Cardinal Cross um, obviously will be great, greater, impacted in, I guess, a greater fashion. But if it's a, a rising, um, if it's the rising planet, would it also impact? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. If it's your rising sign, um, if, if any of those signs are, would be your rising sign, or and on the angles, which would be the first, fourth, seventh, and tenth house, little slices of pie of the twelve in the chart, um, very significant. Wow. If, and, and of the signs, so any of those signs, any of the signs, the the uh, you know Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn will be really affected. Now you could be really affected if you're none of those signs, but you have planets in those signs, and uh, this and okay. any of these uh, uh, affect that. Okay. But wow. if you if you are any of those signs, absolutely. Expect your world to be rocked. Wow. Um, before the show, we gave you um, some of our birth dates. Did you have time to actually look things up? And I did. Would you be able to tell us what is in store for some of us? Absolutely. I'm looking for yours. And it was right here in front of me. But no, I moved it. Um, well... That's bizarre because I had it here specifically to look at you. Oh, okay. And I was looking at you. <laughs> um, do you have anybody else's in front of you? I have, um, while I go through my stacks here, um, I'm looking at Jean's chart. Okay. And, um, Jean is listening. And Jean, you've got career. This, this, the the cross that we're in now, and the Grand Cardinal Cross is going to affect your tenth house of career, your fourth house of your home, and uh, second house of money, and eighth house of other people's money or other people's resource. You've got uh, changes coming in those areas. This eclipse also fell in your eighth house, and or the one it's, it's coming up, it will fall in your eighth house on uh, this weekend. And that's all about, um, that's about change in those areas. So look for some changes in your, in your career that may affect your home or changes in your home that may affect your career. But you have some changes like that coming. And, and your money situation finances will also probably be affected, not necessarily in a bad way, but um, something unusual, something different, because that's what this is about. This is about all the unusual and the different. And um, so that's coming up for you. Okay. Unusual and different. Mm, I'm going to yeah. have my psychic powers to work here and figure out for you, Jean, what that is. Well, I know that somebody who usually does my billing and accounting just had uh, the unfortunately had a stroke. This was uh, 
like a month ago, and she's supposed to be getting back to work, but I know that I'm dependent on her to do a lot of the financial stuff, and certainly things will have to become different if, if she doesn't get better. I, I wonder if that's in any way reflected in my chart. That could very well that could very well be. It could have something to do with that. Uh, the eighth house also has something to do with health. It can have uh, kind of a debilitating, uh, an issue that has to be uh, dealt with. And that very well could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, could have something to do with that. Because um, the eclipse is also going to eclipse your moon in your eighth house. Your, your moon falls in your eighth house. And um, it's almost exactly conjunct that in Cancer. Very sensitive moon. And and um, I would expect things to get kind of emotional for you. And not necessarily, again, not necessarily in a bad way. There's opportunity coming for you, but it still would be an emotional thing. Now, this eclipse that's coming up on the 26th uh, is, is directly impacting you, directly impacting you emotionally. So... Uh, you know, something something could happen to somebody around you. It's not necessarily you, but it could be uh, someone around you that affects you that uh, is an emotional kind of issue. Uh, Saturn is going through your 10th house and it's conjunct your Jupiter. Um, I see that actually as possibly some kind of acknowledgement or reward coming. Ooh, uh, some kind positive. of honor. <laughs> that's very positive. Very positive. And I still see a change in your money situation. Um, this, whatever this is in your 10th house of career can relate to um, bringing more money in or, or some kind of wealth. Ooh. There's something like that there. Hope and, it's and that's not, not poverty. No, it's not poverty. I guarantee. You. I'm looking at your chart. It, it, it's because uh, I just I just got my finances back together. You know, in healthcare we do better in a bad economy, and I just got things back together. But now I'm thinking, uh oh, you know, something happened no, no, to the no. miller, and she's my friend too. So I feel bad for her personally. I don't want to replace her, but uh, money can go down very quickly, and then you you kind of run into uh, it snowballs and right. there's problems running a business, which I do. Well, now this, what this actually, since she's your friend also, what this eclipse could be doing, and it's already in effect. It's been in effect probably for about a week or two. Um, it's just going to culminate on the 26th. But this could be her. It, this could be her illness. And I don't mean anything bad or worse is going to happen to her. But this, this could be the energy, you know, like that, that, uh, that this eclipse is bringing to you. Because it's the moon. The, the eclipse is, is on your moon. And your moon is your emotions and, and uh, your nurturing, mothering instinct and all of those kind of things. So, so it could be that, that she, she could be uh, what this is about, what, how, how this particular, not the whole summer, not the whole thing, but just this particular eclipse because it's happening right now. Uh, but I still see some kind of honors or awards or recognition coming for you, uh, probably August, September, maybe something. Well, that sounds great, Jean. It sounds like Thank you're you. in some really wonderful things. So you'll have to keep us posted, Dr. Cirillo, and let do. us know. 
every week. Good. <laughs> and um, and I got I got your chart. Oh, you found it. I, I knew you. I did. It. I I I've got it in a stack, but I've got it now. And you have an enormous career change coming. I think yeah. it's like you're going to skyrocket. Um, Uranus, which which is is flashes of insight, but um, an intuition, and it's at your midheaven, which is the tenth house, and it's there with Jupiter. That's expansion. Now, you, I believe, are going to be affected positively by this grand cardinal cross. It's going to affect your um, uh, your intuition, your your psychic ability. It's, this eclipse, actually, before we get to that, this eclipse is falling in your your twelfth house. And the twelfth house, you know, we, it is about things that are hidden. It's also about uh, mediumship. It's about um, your unconscious, your subconscious, your your intuitive hits. You've got Uranus there natally. It's naturally there, and and I mean that's just wildly psychic. It's Ooh. it's incredibly psychic, and Uranus in the sky now is at your midheaven. And that's where it's going to be when this cardinal cross hits. It's part of the cardinal cross. And I see like a major uh, expansion for you. Pluto is traveling through your sixth house, and that um, might be making some kind of upheaval in your either your health or your everyday routine or, or people around you that are in your everyday routine. There, there could be some that kind of thing. But And that will be involved. Your sixth house, your daily routine, your... Um, fourth house, you're home too. But but what I'm what just jumps out at me right away is that uh, Uranus, Jupiter, right at your midheaven. You're you're getting ready to to um, I'm not going to say explode because that sounds really bad, but expand in in just a, a huge way. Um, your moon now, is, is in. Tied into, this is tied into the August 11th date. Yes. Okay. Yes. Seven. Well, it's going to be quick. It's going to be within the next, you know, four or five weeks. Well, weeks. it can, it can. But see, we're we're going to be in the. It's August seventh um, for the Cardinal Cross. It's going to be with us until September. It's oh. it. I would have to do more work to see the timing when this would happen. But it's it's due because this is part of the the thing that's happening now. We're setting up for it now. So anytime between now and September, September October. I mean, it'll be it'll be activated. Um, on August seventh, before August seventh, because it'll it, it's it'll be in effect before then, um, and and you're absolutely perfect for what you do. Your moon is in Libra, conjunct Neptune, psychic, um, about partnerships and marriage and romance and very passionate. Your 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 Mars just tripped over into uh, Scorpio. So I mean you're. <laughs> It, it, you're you're right on, and of course you would know that you're right on target, but you're really right on target. Wow, uh, your chart to know. It's nice to hear. The one question before you move on that I have is: you mentioned Pluto is crossing or in something um, that might be causing some health issues, and it seems like I've had one thing after the other. How, when is that moving out of wherever it is? Well, I, I'd like to give you really good news about that, but Pluto uh, takes about 20 years to go through a sign. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean, no, see, see the, reason, the reason it's being activated now is because it is part of this cardinal cross, and the crosses that are oh. coming up, we've got T-squares, it'll, it'll still be there, but see what may happen once all of this, you may still experience some stuff, 
um, until after August. You know, and not necessarily big stuff, but just stuff. Okay. But what will happen after that is that you get in touch uh, with a deeper part of yourself because Pluto goes deep. Pluto is very, he, it, 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 this is, could be looking more deeply into the psychological reasons for healing or health or, or your work and working with people and things like that. So probably what's happening um, lately is, is because Pluto has been so active and, and challenged by all these other, he actually, he's the one challenging everybody. Um, and, and it may, things may stay that way until after this August 7th, uh, Grand Cardinal Cross. All right. And, and, and then it moves, it moves on. I think by September you'll, you'll start seeing some resolution. I see like a whole new you. Oh, okay. Bionic woman. In, in your health. Yes, Absolutely. Okay, well, then that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, um, did you do Julie and or Frank and or Rachel? I did. Okay, All. so just go with that. Okay, Frank. I Frank, don't. I'm looking at you. Hi. And um, the eclipse, actually, for you, this one that's coming up, um, is, is right on your ninth house cusp. Uh, ninth house is about the higher mind. It's about travel. It's about foreign places. It's about long-distance things, I see some benefits coming to you kind of out of the blue from uh, a distant source because of this eclipse. Um, your, the cardinal cross that we have coming up is going to affect your also your fifth house of love and romance. And um, I could see some really big changes coming there. If there's any weak spots in any lower romance or children or anything like that, um, I could see some uh, breakthrough, breakdowns or breakthroughs, or breakdowns first and then a breakthrough with, by, because of this Grand Cardinal Cross. It's affecting you in that fifth house. It also could be wild creativity. Okay. Again, it doesn't, doesn't have to be uh, a negative thing. But your moon, you're very, very psychic. Your moon is, is, your moon is with Pluto. I, I don't know if you're a medium or if you've thought about it, but but you're a natural-born medium. Pluto is in your 12th house. Pluto is a guy that goes deep. And with the moon, that's the intuitive. That's the psychic, the, the psychic ability. And it's sitting in your 12th house of psychic ability. So you are very, 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 very gifted, whether you use it or know it or whatever. You also have Uranus on, in, in Scorpio. That's Pluto's sign. Very, very deep, very, very psychic. And you've got Uranus. The, the planet, the awakener, the, the mind-boggling uh, in planet of intuition, it's sitting right on your ascendant. So um, this eclipse and this Grand Cardinal Cross is going to activate all of that stuff. Uh, Venus is in your ninth house now of learning. And there, you may have an opportunity to learn something or come into, and this is like in the next couple of days because Venus moves pretty quick. Um, with someone older or someone wiser or an advisor, you could, um, I don't know, get make some kind of contact with somebody that benefits you because Venus then within five, ten days a week is going to go into your tenth house of your career. You have Leo there, very creative. 
um, an actor, very creative, uh, dramatic, um, a good flair for uh, arts, the arts. And Venus is going to be going into your 10th house there uh, within a week or two. I don't, I don't have the, well, maybe I do. No, I don't. Um, within just a, a short time. And when she gets there, benefits will come to you from, from things that you're doing now. And, and, Frank, and that's... There. Frank is an actor. Really? Okay, well, you're, you're a dramatic, very, very good, very good one, very good one, natural. Wow. But you're also an intuitive and a medium and a psychic. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Julie. Okay. You know, um, you guys have a lot of the same, same placements, different charts, but affecting but affecting the same similar areas. Um, you, this um, eclipse, Julie, is falling in your sixth house, and that's health. It's your everyday routine. It's um, uh, taking care of details and all of that kind of things. But, it, but it's, in particular, it is, it is health. And that's going, this eclipse that's coming up is going to sit right on your sun. So I, I'm not, and I, it, it, you could have a breakthrough in some kind of health thing. I don't, I don't know. But, but you may have a health issue or somebody around you may have some kind of health issue, not necessarily debilitating, but, you know, something about that. You could also come across some exciting new uh, treatment or um, herbs or, or something um, that really just kind of blows things out the water out of the water. Um, your home life, I would not be surprised if it's either changing or it's going to change. This grand cardinal cross is going to affect your fourth house. You have Chiron, the, the asteroid Chiron in your fourth house. You're you're a natural healer. And um, Uranus and Jupiter are sitting right there at the door on your fourth house. Um so if Wait I'm a, a natural healer, then I can heal Wait. whatever health issues are coming up. <laughs> you meant, right, right. And, and actually, I said fourth house. Um, as I'm looking at it, it's actually the third house. Chiron, you can communicate and you can heal people with your voice or with your writing. And you should be writing if you're not. You should be. And, and you may be writing wow. after, during this as, uh, as Uranus and Jupiter go into this third house and with this grand cardinal cross... You could have a breakthrough in words, writing, speaking, doing something along those lines, um, and that would affect your also your work, because that's what you have coming. That's what you have coming up, and Pluto is traveling through your twelfth house, and will be opposing. I would look. I really would look for somebody's health problem. I don't know that it's yours. But there's, there could be, and it may not be in, you know, like people end up in hospitals or anything. It, but, but it looks to me like there might be some kind of health issue that somebody wasn't expecting or didn't see. And I would say that that's kind of, an, you know, that August time frame with this Grand Cardinal Cross. But for you personally, you have a breakthrough in communication and, um, and, and communicating in a healing way. And that doesn't necessarily mean speaking healing words. But, but your voice or your ability to communicate is a, you're just a natural healer. 
that's that's who you are. You're also very very powerful. Um, and Jupiter natally, Jupiter is sitting at your midheaven, your career. So you will excel, and in your lifetime, you will. Uh, um, I, I would say excel in in your career. You're not going to sit back behind somebody. Um, you'll be up front. And, and you also have Scorpio on your midheaven. So you too, you know, all of you guys are, 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 are very deep. And it's very profound. Everything, you're all kind of interconnected in different ways because I'm looking at, you all have different charts, but, but there are a lot of the same issues, a lot of the same elements that are there. And um, your moon is uh, very sensitive in Cancer. Now, this solar eclipse is going to be right exactly on your moon in your seventh house of partnership. So if you're in a partnership, it will expand. If you're not in a partnership and you want one, you, I would not be surprised in the next few months that you, you have just a real experience with uh, a new partner. If, or if you have one then it would be an expansion. But there's something that's going to change. There's a new beginning for partners with you uh, with this July, with this July uh, solar eclipse. It's exactly on your moon. That's, that's, that's a man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, um, <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> well, okay. All righty. And Rachel, um, I'm looking at um, the eclipse is going to fall in your second house this one that's coming up is going to fall in your second house of finances and money. So look for a change there. Um, I think it'll be a positive one. It's um, you have Venus and the North Node natally in your second house of of money. If if you're not creating, if you're not doing something creative to earn money or to bring money in, you should be. Um, you could let's put it that way you really could and and you should sing if you don't you should because um you have the signatures of a singer and using your voice and this eclipse is going to affect that venus and your north node on the 26th and you know a little probably for the next few months because it's it's that big um you too may have some uh, issues, I would say, in in oh, you know, August or something like that, August September, with this Grand Cardinal cross that that could affect your creativity or your romances or love life or children um, in a very powerful way. Not necessarily a negative way, because you have a lot of really positive signatures with uh, Taurus rising. You're very very powerful. Mars is sitting right on your ascendant. Um, with Mercury, so you're a communicator. You should you should be using your voice with with the Moon in Taurus. Also, as a singer, you should be um, doing something with with your voice. Do and and also that's also the mark of an intuitive. It's interesting as I look at all your charts, how interconnected you all are for different reasons, but you have the same signature energies and. Um, I just had a question. With the North Node, you said that it is conjuncting something? Venus. Venus, yes. And that's your future. And, and right, North Node is the future. 
Second right. health is my money. It's your. Is the, is it's, the, go ahead. It's yes. It's your. It's your finances. It's your income. It's your money. It's the things that you value. And um, you would be wonderful. And you, if you could do something uh, with art, or do something with women, or for women, or connected with women, um, a futuristic, looking to the future, because the North Node is the future. Um, you would, you would really excel. It would bring in a lot of extra money for you. Um, you've got a lot of creativity around you right now. I, I don't know if you do anything creative, but you really should be doing something creative or learning something creative. I also see changes in, in um, friends or associations that, that will bring, and this, is, this is, has to do with the Grand Cardinal Cross. Jupiter and Uranus are traveling through your 11th house of friends, hopes, wishes, um, I see a friend or friends or groups or associations or networking uh, opening some big doors for you. So you need to be somehow involved with with other with friends or associations or groups or something like that. This may be somebody new. These could be new people that come into your life that just open some really really big doors. Uh, your healer, Neptune, is sitting in your sixth house, so you can work with everybody who doesn't feel good. <laughs> you could. You could, um, it's uh, sitting there in, um, sitting there in Scorpio, so you're, you're very, very powerful, powerful healer. And I don't know if you do anything with healing, but you certainly could. Um, the eclipse that's coming up, the solar eclipse, actually, is also going to fall very, kind of close on the, on the, between the second and the third house in your chart, and that's money and it's communication. So there's new beginnings here for you for money. Money for communication? I mean, you said that that eclipses bring endings and beginnings. Can it be the same thing or connected? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They, you know, it, in a, um, in fact, I just did um, a session for someone who's, she thought her marriage was ending, and it did. The marriage did end, but it, it, but it was reborn. They didn't, you know, they, they got back together. They didn't decided that they didn't want not to be married. So it's, but it, that doesn't necessarily, but it's an end and it's a beginning. Always, when one door closes, another opens. You can't have well, an ending how, without a beginning. How does the opposite houses figure in? Like the opposite, from two, the opposite house would be eight? Right. So and, that can and be affected that, also? Yes. And that's other people's money. It's it's shared resources, it's other people's money, it's uh intense emotional experiences. So look for that because that house will also be activated with this Grand Cardinal Cross. Okay. In fact, and one last, in fact go ahead. Sure. No, go ahead. No, no, I want to hear. Oh well I was just going to say that um Pluto is um, very close to your south node, and that's a past life karmic kind of situation with something going on in you with you now, and it could have to do with other people's money or resources or inheritances or something like that. But it has something to do with the past, and that will be activated with this cardinal cross. It, when you say activated, is that a beginning or an end, or just something that's going to be highlighted? 
I, w- I would say uh, it, the Cardinal Cross will not is not about endings. You know, that's the eclipse. Um, and so I would say, um, uh, act, I would just have to say activated. I, I would have to say, yeah. um, you know, that's where the energy is going to be. That's where the action is going to be in your chart with this and in your life with this uh, Cardinal Cross coming up. Wow. And that's awesome. Um, Sounds very exciting. Rachel, are you a singer? Uh, no, I'm a I'm a communicator, and I am involved in a very large network that is building right now, and uh, have had impending issues with other people's money. Who probably had karmic beginnings, so it's it's very dead on for me. And I really believe in elective astrology. I uh, planned my last surgery. I selected my dates this time where Virgo and the houses were right so that I would recover quickly and that sort of thing. I really believe in it. Good. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, you are so a communicator. Much. Oh, you're welcome. You're very you welcome. You are absolutely fantastic. I mean, this is truly amazing. Um, we only have 10 minutes left for the show, and we've got about we've got a ton of people waiting um, for us to take some calls. Um, Julie, do we have, or, or Rachel, do we have any calls that um, you think we could squeeze in? We have Karen who wanted to know about a timing issue. She's waiting for a breakthrough. So that may be something that you and Sky could work on for her. And maybe Dr. Cirillo could give us some insight. Okay. All right. And for and for the other callers, if we do not get to your call tonight. Next week, we don't have any guests on the show. Dr. Cirillo and I are going to be taking calls for the majority of the show. So if you don't get on tonight, please give us a call back next week. Um, All right. Um, So the person's name was Karen, you said? Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen or Karen. Hi, how are you? Hello? Yeah, hi, how are you? Yeah, good. I didn't hear this year off hold but thing. I'm good. I'm good. I was hoping for Sky's input on this as well. Good. So what actually is your question? Okay, well, actually, this is Sky. Could I have your birthday and I'll pull your chart up while you're talking? Sure. Yeah. 122056. 424 a.m. Oh, good. Thank you. What city? Um, Omaha. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm working on a very large esoteric project, and it's actually looking, I'm looking to find some things that I have gotten messages over the last two years mm-hmm. that I am supposed to find. And so I'm wondering, I'm putting the pieces, the clues together. Um, there's things to do, protocol, but I'm wondering when there will be a major breakthrough. And there's so many levels of this, it might get a little confusing, but I'm looking for the first breakthrough. Well, I'm seeing things really heating up for you. Um, to me, it feels like very early fall. So I want to say to you, um, I, first week in September kind of feels to me. It'll be curious to see astrologically if that if that fits in. But you did say you expect it to come in, in stages, and I very strongly feel it's going to come in stages. But the way my guides are showing it to me is it's sort of as soon as one door opens, two others or three others are about to open 
and the staging between the various breakthroughs and and um, shifts in consciousness for you are going to be almost like the domino effect are going to happen one after the other. But to me, it feels like early fall. I'm going to say right now um, the, the very, very beginning part of September. But it feels to me that you're really aligned with what, quote, unquote, what I feel is your destiny. I feel you're being guided in the right direction. Um, I see down the road for you, and to me it kind of feels like um, – I kind of want to say March, April, May of 2011, almost as if um, you're going to make some sort of acquisition, either a building or um, come up with a, a, a location of some sort. Um, feels to be that it's outside of your general area where you live right now, um, and I do feel that's going to be like a launching point for you, and it's going to be a huge launching point for you. That all makes total sense. <laughs> so I'm curious what Sky says, and especially with dates, because as a psychic, um, time frames are always very, very difficult, but I'm curious to see if any of what I said aligns with your planets. Um, you know, I had, I had a major thing that happened today that was metaphysically very strong and unique, so today I think was really a start of some things. But oh, go good, ahead. good. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, what I want to say is that this... Uh, the Grand Cardinal Cross is actually going to affect your fifth house of creativity and uh, tenth house of career. You have a major breakthrough along along those lines, and also interesting, um, it will also fall in your twelfth uh, house of you know psychic, uh, intuitive, um, metaphysical uh, things, and and I'm just trying to pull up my computer for some reason okay let's see I've got a major change for you September 7th Neptune is going to go into your fourth house uh, that's going to set up something something brand new for you uh, something psychic will into your your foundation into your base of operation into who you are and that is right around September 7th the next very very big thing that I see for you um, September 18th Uranus in the sky in your fifth house, traveling through your fifth house, is going to make a, a, just a wonderful aspect to your north node in your first house. It lives in your, in your first house. And, and that actually is about uh, new experiences and, and changes of direction in line with your true purpose in life. This could also involve meeting new groups of people or an exciting relationship, change of career, new interests. It might involve metaphysics, science, um, could be technology, but you're talking about metaphysics, so it's it's kind of along those lines. There's an opportunity to become more alive and be more open to life's excitement. That's what's coming for you. Also possible that you take up activities that um, uh, are really linked to your ultimate purpose. And and that's what this is coming up. And this is, um, look for that date, uh, what did I say, uh, in September, September 18th. Uh, and there's just there's a there's a ton more here. There, it's it's really about making the most of opportunities and not letting anything slip by. From now till and then, a whole, for a whole bunch more. Um, from now, yeah, well, right around that time, uh, July 29th, you've got uh, Saturn with uh, Jupiter in your chart, and that's about making your dreams a reality. That's about 
being being invited or being forced, whether you like it or not, to reassess goals in life. I think you've already done that, and um, it's it's making it's making uh, it's building. It's delve it's it's going deep and getting things done, and having yeah. a renewed sense of commitment to your goals. And that's in July. You've got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And Karen, I mean, you heard it from both of us because I I picked up for you that September date. So it's almost inevitable that that's really going to be the start and the launch of something big for you. And can I say real quick, in uh, September 2nd, Jupiter trines um, Venus, and that's lucky in love and money. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Karen, we're running out of time, but thank you so much for your call. And please let us know how to call out. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Julie, are you able to do the closings? Uh, yes. Okay. Don't forget to visit Lady Fontaine's website at ladyfontaine.com to learn more about her or to schedule a private reading or life coaching session. Lady Fontaine is an internationally known psychic and life coach. You can also follow Lady Fontaine on Twitter, Facebook, and NING for her latest announcements. Also, please take a moment to make Eye on the Future a favorite here on Blog Talk Radio and send us a friend request to get special offers from Lady Fontaine. Please visit our show page on Blog Talk Radio for details on all of our co-hosts along with their contact information. Be sure to send your questions to mailbag at ladyfontaine.com to have your questions answered live on the air by Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo. Well, it was such a great show. So nice having Sky on finally. Long awaited and definitely did not disappoint. Without a doubt. Um, And thank you again, Sky, for being here. Have you back at some point? Um, remember to visit Sky at her website at www.skymckenna.com. That's S K Y E M A C K E N N A dot com. And Sky, is there an email address that people can reach you at? Yeah, pretty simple. It's Sky at skymckenna.com. <laughs> great, great. Um, and is there a phone number as well that you want to give out? Sure, six zero two. Nine zero four five one two four. Great, because we and, we loved having you. you. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to thank you. I I've really enjoyed being here with you guys. Uh, we appreciate the readings. I think it was absolutely incredible. Um, thank you also to all our listeners and callers for inviting us into your home. Love hearing from you. Thank you to our guest Guy McKenna. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you also to my co-host Dr. Jean Cirillo. Frank Todaro, and Julie Zellman. Remember, tune in next week. We will be taking calls for the majority of the show. Good night, all.